Hey, it's the Best Advice Show. I'm Zach. And most days I think about my work as me. And me as my work. Like, this show is me. And it represents me. And when I make it well, I feel good about myself. When I put out an episode that I don't love, I feel less good about myself. And I don't think it's always the healthiest relationship. And so today's advice has been sticking with me since I first heard it. It's from Grace Bonney. Grace used to run the website Design Sponge that was incredibly popular, became a best-selling book. It's archived in the Library of Congress. It's got half a million Twitter followers. But she has left that world behind. And she'll talk a little bit more about why. But it has to do with this relationship between what we make and who we are. I turned 40 this year and I really thought I had this figured out at 30 that I should really stop being who I thought other people wanted me to be. And I think I've just figured that out at 40, like how to actually do that. And I've been in therapy for ages and I thought I understood boundaries and I thought I understood like how to make choices that were my own. And it wasn't until I closed the business that I ran for 15 years that I realized how much of my personal identity was connected to that. And how much I needed to do to like really separate myself from production of anything and just who I am as a person who does nothing. Like as a, as a human, do I have value for just existing? And I think the culture we live in very much tells us that we do not have value unless we are producing and all mm-hmm. the ways that's connected to patriarchy and especially ableism. Um, and I live with a disability and I, I think I've really just started to unpack all of that and The lesson I'm trying to learn is that I have a great deal of worth, even if I'm not producing something that is winning awards or having tons of people following it, like just existing um, is enough. Yeah, I think about this all the time, Grace. I wrongfully connect my self-worth and self-value with the success of this, this show that you're on right now, especially because like the show is like, this is me, like this is me unencumbered, like you know, mm-hmm. having conversations with people and and if the show's not successful, there must be something wrong with me. And so how do you untangle it? I know you said therapy and time, but like what's what's an active <laughs> thing that you're that you do to remind yourself that you have value regardless of what you're producing? You know, it's a it's a small thing, but it made a big difference. And that was my wife suggested that we get more involved volunteering. Uh, we we left Brooklyn, New York, and moved up into the Catskills um, seven years ago, and we started volunteering at a place where most people were over the age of seventy. So not only did they not really understand the concept of me as a blogger or someone who worked online, but they just didn't really didn't care. Right. Which is great. And for the the many years that we volunteered with that one particular soup kitchen no one had any idea what I did or what Julia did and my wife. And it was so liberating. And so I think I continue to seek out opportunities where what I do for a living is never a point of discussion. It's just, what do you bring to the table as a human being who's trying to be kind and be a part of a group and do something for a cause bigger than ourselves? And that has been incredibly liberating. Also, out of left field, bird watching. Bird watching has been like my personal salvation for the past two years of like getting out of my head and remembering there are so many systems just in my backyard that exist that have nothing to do with me or work or what's happening in the greater world. And so 
those things have really helped me find a different way of feeling grounded. Mm. And the birds, though they tweet, don't know how many Twitter followers you have. Sorry. <laughs> that's so good. I, I'm such a bird nerd. So that's, I'm, I'm stealing that a million times over. Um, yeah, they have, I mean, I thought about that at the beginning of the pandemic was like, they have no clue what's going on right now. And I'm terrified to go anywhere or do anything, but they're just going about their regular, you know, jobs or collecting stuff. Yep. They're preparing for seasons and every day is a mortal risk for them. And they just keep on going. So I did a very similar thing to you. Like I had a career that was very creative and very much about connecting with people and talking to people, but in a very public way. And one part of that was wonderful. And one part of that was trickier and was very much connected to ego. And I think it's hard to ever fully disconnect from ego, but leaving that particular job for me has been a really necessary part of figuring out who I am. Grace's new book is Collective Wisdom, Lessons, Inspiration, and Advice from Women Over 50. It's beautiful, and I put a link to it in our show notes. Meanwhile, I'll be here trying to disconnect from ego while still making the show that I love. Wish me luck. If you're thinking about getting into birding like Grace has, you might find some inspiration and motivation from our episode from June 2nd, 2021, Calling for Robins with Phoebe McKindo. I think the advice that I'm really offering is to, it's just to identify a few bird calls for yourself, get to know the sound of it, and then you more or less created your own treasure hunt going around your city because you can go out and try and identify the calls and find the birds. Phoebe's entire episode is in the show notes. I would love for you to give me a call on the hotline and give me your advice. 844-935-BEST. Talk to you soon.